A perusal of my person has conjured a lifetime of memories through the marks on my skin. At eight years of age, the white half-moon scar below my left knee came from an old, black, late fifties Ford Thunderbird. My uncle John kept his beloved car in his driveway. He adored that car, with its big tail fins and large metal bumper. That's what I recall, the sharp, metal sides of the front bumper. While playing a game of tag with my favorite cousin Tony, I ran straight into the curve of the left front bumper, which neatly sliced a half circle onto my knee, H has seen the scar move down to my calf and fade, but still visible. The jagged scar earned in fifth grade, it runs sideways across my chin, where a proposed cartwheel loop off the tricky bars combined with a flip-off and perfect landing on the black asphalt playground did not go well. Instead, it resulted in a perfect face plant, loosening some teeth, which cut through the skin below my bottom lip and left a small railroad track of white tissue. There are numerous scars on my toes from banging them across cement while trying to stop a bike with no brakes, running into a curb instead of over it and more. To this day, I hate to wear shoes, despite the little, pale white reminders of injuries that sliced across my toes during my youth. With adulthood, the scars are now from surgeries, exploratory, hysterectomy and more. My stretch marks from birthing three sons resemble a strange version of tic-tac-toe, evidently, I lost every time, my sons were worth it. Then, there are the scars on the inside, while not visible, which run even deeper. Occasionally, they may still even cause some pain if I linger on their memory too long. Painful words from a loved one during an argument, a friend's betrayal, a loss of trust with someone close or the death of my father. Oh, you think they will fade with time? Some do, but others are as fresh as the day they were incurred. Satan's favorite game is to poke and prod to make these wounds bleed again. To fill you with regrets, sorrow, and pain so that you curl up into the fetal position. That's his goal, how he wins. He will tear the scabs from every hurt you have suffered, so you trust in no one. He digs his sharp claw into each sin you have, whether confessed or not. He may sear you with fear and anxiety, anything to make your turn into yourself and away from God. His favorite game is to make you feel so anxious, scared, hurt, or repulsed that you think such a righteous God would have nothing to do with you. That no one will ever want you, such a damaged piece of work. Ah, but there are the best scars, those of conquering, of redemption. The mastectomy scar for a woman who has overcome cancer. The open heart surgery scar from a man with a new heart, like my neighbor. The bullet wound scars from veterans who fought for freedom. Christ showed a doubting Thomas the nail scars made from the spikes driven through his hands to attach him to a wooden cross. He told Thomas to touch the scar on his side where the soldier pierced him to see if he was still alive. These scars are those of victory over evil, a promise fulfilled by God, an everlasting covenant of righteousness that is ours for the taking. Scars can be healing memories. Use them to show what you have conquered, not suffered, or lost. The scars, both inside and out, are a glorious reminder of what we have overcome through Christ. As 1 Corinthians, 1555-57 reminds us, Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ.